0: the point of your existence
1: to feel because you've never done it you can never know it but it's as vital as breath and without it without love without anger without sorrow breath is just
2: to I Think I Like This Movie, America's Least Necessary Film Criticism Podcast. This week guest Rory Murphy brings us the 2002 gun steeped dystopian sci-fi flick Equilibrium featuring Christian Bale, Emily Watson, Sean Bean, and Tay Diggs. Come for the double-breasted formal wear and stay for Christian Bale's emotive nostril flares. (laughs) I'm Noah Frank, joined as always by my co-host Will Vitka, and since you brought us this film, Rory,
1: let me ask you are you a sense offender? Oh, big time. Though I have to say, uh, did not feel too much watching this movie.
2: No, uh, that, but th- that term really it just, it just made me feel gross. <laughs> like yeah. they, they chose something that was so close to something else that just ugh, every like you, you hear like the like a random cop be like, he's a sense offender. And you're like, oh, go oh, right. yes yeah,
1: you chose that. Do you think that was an intentional decision on their part? I can't imagine that it wasn't.
2: <laughs> it's, yeah. it's hard to imagine that being chosen and everybody signing off on it and not being like, oh, that sounds exactly like Sex Offender. This man is guilty of consorting with sense offenders. So, Rory, <laughs> uh, you <laughs> did bring us this movie.
1: Um, wh- why did you think you liked this movie? So, I remember not only liking this movie i remember loving this movie and this if how it came to me is like in high school one of my friends downloaded it he burned us copies of the dvd and then once i got to college like we were passing around this burnt dvd like it was a very important movie that we were sharing um you know 2000 it came out in 2002 college 2003 i like, think Yeah. 18 year old mindset. This movie probably has a a bit more to it than um, when you're a little bit older. Um, But no, it it. uh, uh, That's that's what made me like it initially. I don't know um, how I feel about it. Feel about it today.
2: Uh, I it occurred to me that um, as I was watching it, uh, that you may have had the same sort of uh, reaction to it and the same experience with it as our guest in episode 9, Cocaine or Kabbalah, uh, we <laughs> talked about Re- Revolver, that, that uh, our guest Zeke Hartner had where he saw that movie when he was 17 and it like, blew his mind. He thought it was so good because <laughs> you're a 17-year-old boy and then you watch yep. it again you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. Uh, right. Good. Uh, glad I'm not still that
1: person. Yes. Um, Though I will – in the movie's defense, so I haven't seen this probably since college. I tried to convince my wife to watch it a few years ago, and I, so we watched the trailer, and the trailer <laughs> is terrible. Yes. And so I – like going into it, I expected the movie to be like awful because my only uh, – like, I've only seen the trailer over the past like 15 years. Uh, it, it's not – I wouldn't say the movie's terrible, but it's definitely not meaningful or worth watching ever again.
2: Well, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get into the rest of that. We'll, we'll, uh, had you seen this before? What was your experience with this movie?
0: I had seen this on VHS and,
2: uh, we, we had, my friend group did
0: not have the same reaction. Uh, maybe that Rory did at the time (laughs) we were, we felt it like, we felt like it was sort of a, um, Remember Boondock Saints? Yes. Yeah,
2: we, yeah, we talked about that in one of the other episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: They said the same kind of thing where it's like, oh, this is just like very cool and stylish. And we were like, all right,
2: that's that, I guess. And
0: we forgot about yeah. it.
2: Well, this, this movie is available if you have, I think it's a Cinemax subscription. Um, otherwise, you, you have to purchase a, a streaming option of it through any number of places. Uh, I purchased mine through... My Amazon membership. And the, I don't know if this is the stock every, like the stock description everywhere, but the one that showed up on my rental uh, said delivering awesome high tech action in the power packed style of the Matrix and Minority Report. <laughs> which i thought was just like why did you cite the minority report that's so (laughs) weird (laughs) it's bizarre it's such a strange choice like the matrix i saw like immediately like like this is clearly a knockoff matrix this is clearly the matrix came out in whatever competing studio this was was like we have to we have to make a matrix movie give us the top script that's available already that we can like turn around and you know throw a bunch of money at um which was very sort of a common thing of the early odds. One one of the things that marks this as being an early odds movie is, is the tendency for movie studios to try to p- piggyback off successes of other movie studios.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean Reem saw this and was like, Oh, this is the Walmart brand version of the matrix. That's...
2: Right. Kirkland <laughs> her. signature ass matrix. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just, just knock off uh, Dr. Skipper matrix. Yeah. Um, Right, and I mean, we were talking about this in one of the other episodes, but you had like Armageddon, Deep Impact. Like, what were what were some of the other ones? I, I always forget. Um, I feel like I didn't seal a lot of the ones that were like super obviously. Like, there was some monster movie where there was it like a. Um, you know, somebody somebody did the, the exact same one 18 months later or whatever. I was just trying to think through the other early aughts. Uh, just copycat, big studio, lots of violence and sounds yeah. and...
1: there was there was the two there's like two Mars movies that came out right at the same time. It's like Red Planet and yeah. something else. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah,
2: Mich- yeah. Mission to Mars maybe or something like that. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. has got it. It's Mission to Mars and uh, uh, Red Planet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like this was just like a thing that happened back then. And if you caught the second movie, it was probably a lot worse than, than the original, <laughs> which is <laughs> yeah. c- certain, certainly true in terms of comparing this to the matrix. Um, all right. So for people who haven't seen it, uh, and who uh, are trying to keep up with what's going on here, Rory, uh, as the guest, do you want to try to break this movie's plot down for us basically <laughs> as quickly as possible <laughs> sure. So anywhere from a log line to 30
1: seconds, uh, you know, paragraph at at the most. Got it. So some point in the future, after the world has a third world war, um, society comes together and determines that the only way they can prevent more war is by taking away emotion from people. And so people have to take a pill every day or a shot every day, takes away their emotion. Christian Bale's character is an enforcer of the rules um, where he uh, uh, collects anything that could give people emotion, um, hunts people down, uh, and he's trained in the karate of gunkata. Um, and I really think – so that's the description of the movie. I really think the – how this movie came about is I think they started with gunkata and then spun out a movie from there. I think they just like the concept of gun karate.
2: Yeah, uh, hold that thought because we'll get right back into that. Will, do you want to help fill some of the gaps here just to round out the plot?
0: Yeah, I mean the movie is basically uh, everything that you've ever read as a teenager about authoritarianism or authoritarianism.
2: It's 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 whatever book you were assigned in high school English. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's. <laughs>
0: Gun Fahrenheit, 1984.
2: Right. Yeah. And well, in, in, so again, the plot specifically, the Christian Bale character is this enforcer. He decides to stop taking his shots, starts to feel, uh, ends up sort of rebelling and trying to join this underground rebellion to overthrow these overlords. Uh, there was a couple twists along the way. Yeah, but and- not until Sean Bean predictably dies. Right. Yeah. yeah I, we, but we, Sean, Beaton, an, Sean another, Bean, another thing that marks this as an extremely early Ots movie, it's just the existence of Sean <laughs> Bean. Um, so I, I, we have to talk about Gunkata. Um, that is exactly what you think it is, probably, which is <laughs> essentially uh, a, a, mar, a, a made-up martial art in which you can dodge bullets and shoot people using Karate-ish sort of moves, which is basically what every major action scene in this film is is tailored around. Uh, three quick interesting facts about Kurt Wimmer, the writer and director of this oh, film, no. uh, who also wrote Salt, by the way, which oh, was a movie that that I watched during the pandemic. That also thought it was far more clever than it actually was, <laughs> uh, and covered it up with an overabundance of gunshots and loud noises and you know action scenes. Uh, fact number one: Kurt Wimmer created gunkata. <laughs> like a fucking fact, of number, course he did. Fact number two: Kurt Wimmer appeared in the film as one of the rebels who was executed on that like firing squad line. Oh. And I think the most interesting fact about Kurt Wimmer: he's nicknamed the Wimmer. Ah, oh, boo. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, so he created Gankata basically for this movie, or he created it and then this movie came out. So your instinct is correct that the movie is literally built around Gunkata because it is a, a creation of the writer and director of this film. Do you remember? Do you remember Wanted?
0: I think it was it was, it was it was another another Angelina Jolie flick, but they would do this thing where they'd like shoot a gun in such a way that it would like the bullet would curve around
2: oh yes
0: yeah so like if they could have done something cool like that like actually created gun kata to be its own thing
2: like that could have been fun i wonder if that would have been considered too too much of a rip off of the matrix like with like the dodging bullets and like making you know manipulating the gunfire and stuff i don't know not like all that concerned about that but these are these guys are basically gun jedi <laughs>
0: And I, I hit a point where I was like, how do you do a gun Jedi movie? But also it's absolutely miserable and not fun at all.
2: Yeah. Uh, the opening scene, (laughs) uh, which is like heavily, heavily stylized, like the opening, you see him like literally run to a door and, you know, that behind the door is a bunch of guys with guns and the, the like henchmen with him literally shoot the sides of the door right before he jumps into it and kicks it, kicks through into the darkness. And then he shoots all these guys, you know, whatever in the darkness using his gun caught But the, the thing that just killed me was they would, he would shoot and then it would flash to like, a, a like a straight on shot, uh, with a totally black background and just like a, a flash of light and a guy just like flying away from the <laughs> yeah. camera like like 30 times in a row. I swear they were like the same guys multiple times. Well, and... yeah, the wish moves. Yeah, the wish sounds. But, but yeah, but all, the only thing that I could think of was do you guys remember the, the Saturday Night Live skit Toots is the cat? When when it's just like they let this cat drive and the cat just keeps hitting people and like every time it hits people, it's one like a, like a dummy like falls onto the hood of the car and flies off. Like that's what it looked like. Was like was just like dummies just getting run over by his fucking cat. Like like that's all I could think about. It was, it was supposed to be this. This is this is how we're gonna like you know really lock you into how cool this thing is. And I, all I'm thinking about is tunes Yeah,
1: very very well, serious gun kung, kung fu. Also. My question with gunkata, generally, <laughs> is like, what is the, what I'm is sorry, the? Sorry, benefit... I just have to stop you there so I can laugh because you just
2: posed a serious one, question. Just one, just one, just one question. <laughs> yeah, my big question about gun gun
1: food. Yeah, my one, my one and only question with gunkata um, is like, what is the point? Like, if they are, if they need to kill. 15 guys or 20 guys in the room, why not just bomb the room or throw a hand grenade at like, what is the point of training these people up in this thing that, uh, you know, they, they're not taking them alive. Like there's no, there's no sense of, and he wasn't even wearing armor. Right.
0: You have like, already put more thought into this than the filmmakers did.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, we, we can jump straight into the plot holes if, if you want just, to just get into I, all I, of the I, ways in which this fails to explain itself. One thing I desperately need to mention is
0: the whoosh noises, the cartoon whoosh noises, when during the uh, scene that Noah mentioned, when he's just, like, flipping his arms around to have different <laughs> shots on the people. And he's not moving. Right. That's yeah. just apparently that's just gunkata. You just go, whoosh, 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 and they included those fucking sound effects. Yeah, uh,
1: I love though that they also had in um, in one of the one of the characters gave a speech on gunkata, and it's included on the Wikipedia page. But it's just oh, no. like like the full paragraph describing you know the geometry, and you know after thousands of recorded gunfights, we've determined that the geometric distribution of antagonists in any gun battle, like. They put right. a lot of thought uh, into it. hundred and twenty five percent more efficient or like whatever. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm I'm glad that, I'm glad that they've like sat there in like their like dugout video rooms and like broken down like all the all the you know uh, broken down all the film on on optimizing uh, the martial art of gunkata. Uh, uh right like we're like working on their on their spin rate. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's we're already talking about the plot holes. Let's get into the plot holes, um, Rory. Anything. Anything this time around that really stood out that you didn't notice, like when, when you first watched it, in terms of things that just like didn't make sense, con- like whether, whether it's you know structural continuity errors or like or just like w- open ended things that, that are under explained?
1: Well, one of the things that, that stood out was just I mean, this was made in 2002, written in like 2000, just how they envisioned the future. Like it's so clunky. Um, like they had video screens, but you had to like, like either be watching one of the blimps as it was flying by and there was videos on there, or you had to go to a special room and like the video would come up. Like it just, it's weird seeing a future, a, a movie that doesn't seem that old, but like it was all written and preconceived before like the smartphone. Um, And so seeing that, that future just kind of, uh, uh, was a bit jarring. Um, but other than that, one thing that stood out to me, um, and I had the same thought when I was watching the movie Gattaca recently is just like how weird his office setting is. Um, like when he goes in, he just has like a desk in a table in one room and it's just filled with people just sitting at their desk, presumably doing like paperwork. Um, I thought that was very strange. Gattaca is the same thing. They're like going into planning these space missions, but it's just a bunch of people sitting in one room together at de- at like tables, um, like a study hall almost set up. But those are a couple of things that stood out. I have a lot more written down, but why don't I toss it back to you? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what, 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 what really stood out for you?
0: uh it seems to be a strange combination of like we watched blade runner but also it's a nazi fascist society so we want blimps to be there and so instead of the 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 father uh being projected down onto buildings like it would be in blade runner he's just sort of on the side of the blimp which is weird because i don't know how you make that happen um and then on top of that it's it's like uh yeah you, you 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 have these child nazis who are <laughs> pointing there's so much here in this movie that's just sort of like weirdly overwrought um you have the child nazis on top of uh the fact that it's just called libria like there's so much that's wrong here
2: well oh. yeah i i mean it's, it's we, we don't really map. know oh, like... the
0: map is the other big thing So when we when we when we do get to uh, the Nazis' uh, big thing, I don't even know what to call it because it's like like, it's like a palace inside of a palace. But uh, the map they show in the globe, somehow South America has broken away from (laughs) from the rest of the continental uh, United States. And and Mexico doesn't exist.
2: (laughs)
1: So, I wrote that so, down so, too. Like,
0: Hawaii has joined with Japan in in some very funky fashion. When they have that that big black and white globe, like it's the strangest thing. And I actually had to pause it, and it was like, uh, "Reem, can you please like check this for me?" Because it would appear as though the United States is its own thing, with Canada on top, and then
2: South America is floating out into the Atlantic. Yeah, because they don't really like get into like, oh well, is this one country or is this is this the world or like what you know like th- it seems like they could have taken ninety seconds to explain the way that oh well this is what we ended up doing and there was all these other rogue things that they don't work and whatever maybe these are even misinformation about like you know why those societies don't work like you could really kind of feed this idea of this insular you know uh, one minded. Society, but yeah, right, like, and
0: I mean, beyond that, like, we don't have we have no explanation other than the weirdo quasi Mad Max uh narration at the beginning. It's just like, oh, there was a third world war and everything went bad, and here's what we're doing. <laughs> it's like, okay,
1: yeah, it, but like, the it is weird, like, the that the continents would shift in any situation, and this isn't happening. Generally a speaking, in it's the future. very weird.
2: It's, if a it's supposed to be happening now. Basically. It's yeah. early 21st. It's like now. <laughs> right. Like there's no there's no continental drift that's happening like in 25 years or whatever. Um, yeah.
1: One other big plot hole that I think is, is worth mentioning is uh, so this whole system is designed on you have to take a shot multiple times per day. Prozac. Um, Prozac. Yeah. Right. What did they basically. call it? Yeah, it, it uh, might as it's, well. Have been. It's, it's yeah. Um, So you have to do it multiple times a day. If you miss one dose, like all of a sudden you feel um, and the the uh, if you break one, which presumably like seems to happen, it can happen by accident. Um, you have to go across the city to get another dose. Like, why wouldn't they give people multiple doses in their house to 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 stop this from happening?
2: And there doesn't seem to be any real like enforcement. Like there is, yeah. but like after that, there's no like. Right, it's not like they're t- testing their blood every time they go to work, and you know, like it'd be right. It'd be easy to build in these things where it's like, oh, you're constantly being watched. Which brings me to my biggest like thing of that just doesn't make any sense. Which is they have they go to this entire length to like set up all of the society, this whole thing, all this enforcement, but there's no surveillance. Like for yeah. a big, there's no surveillance. Like there's, you won't see a single camera, like look, like looking at, 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 any of this stuff, like, like it's, he can hide this stuff in his apartment. Cause there's no camera in his apartment. Like, like, it's crazy to me that, that you're envisioning this authoritarian, all controlling state that just like lets you do your own thing. Whenever they're like, Oh, where have you been spending your time? Like, you don't know, <laughs> like, they don't even, they don't you even don't even know where computers. one of your, or one of your top cops has has been like off spending his days like like there's no, like what do you mean where have you been like well, there, how do you not this, know there's
0: this whole dramatic scene when um uh where they like they like shove the book on its stills and they actually say like here's a book moving on its stills like there's a, an actual subtitle for like a book moves and that's supposed to be the record of all the evidence that's be right. entered into this database and it's like oh that's just a fucking book a giant
2: written book it's a yes, giant right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's like no there's no systems of, of any kind like for an authoritarian state like you there's no accountability to and like enforcement on any of this stuff and and like it it, it extends to, to like the, the big final scene too which is like they make him surrender his weapon but not because, like, yeah. there's no metal detector, and he just goes in with, like, a, a full, like, set of of, of ammo clips and it's two guns and just like, oh, yeah, we went to this extreme length to set up this entire thing. Have you, like, ruin your life as a way to, like, accidentally infiltrate the underground r- resistance, this the huge fake double cross, like, this whole thing but we forgot to disarm you after we brought you into the temple, and you just killed everybody. <laughs> like, 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 it's just the amount of like planning and effort, and then the just the stuff that's completely left with no like attention to it is
1: at uh, the like, yeah, same time. We get this guy who can kill fifty people in a room, uh, right? No. <laughs> Right. But like also the guns being in his sleeves, like that seems like pretty standard procedure for these enforcers. Like he's done it multiple times in front of other people. Like right. Pat down. Like they took his sword away but didn't didn't take his guns away. Um, And also that scene where they were like, you know, well, there's like all these additional steps of security and you have to take a test. It's like, like, I forgot what the test was. I was like, oh, crap. Like, are they doing a blood test? Like, are they checking to see if he has medicine? Nope. Polygraph. Right. It's ridiculous. Right.
2: Oh, my God. And and, right. How how did they not have a blood test as like a thing in that it'd be so easy and it would be such a thing that would hang over like, oh, like you he has to find a way to not get tested. And like there's it would have been such a good plot driver. It just makes no sense. I also I don't really know if they explain this. Maybe you guys can clear this up for me. Why does the bad guy have all that art on his walls? Like, is it supposed to be like showing his hypocrisy that like he's allowed to have it and nobody else is like, I didn't, I do not really get that.
1: I think. The, so I think, he think says at the end. Hmm. Trophies. trophies. That's a good one. But and at the end, he says that he feels like the main bad guy. Said right. that He's feeling. So I don't know. It's yeah.
2: It just like, everything is all like sterile and stead, And then he gets in there and there's like, there's like famous paintings on the wall. It's like, wait, Really, I I like, like, how, I like how
0: my interpretation immediately went against what was actually written in the script. <laughs> <laughs> he says he feels so he has the paintings, and I was just like, "Oh,
2: yeah." I mean, nothing I
0: don't. I, it's, nothing yeah. makes sense. Right? It's yeah. It's a lot of hot garbage. Um. um yeah. Go ahead. One well, other thing. Before? Yeah.
1: Um, one other thing that I thought was weird was when he was going through sean bean's possessions and like he opened up that book and there was photographs in there like where like it was like old people like sitting on like couches like was this presuming like these were sean bean's like parents from before the war like and then they just set up this whole society like after like so quickly like, that the pictures the picture of him with uh uh, uh, Emily Watson made sense. It's like connecting, presumably, they still have cameras. He could change his shirt into something that's a little less gray, but like the older people sitting on the couch, like who was that? Was that his family? Never, I, expl- I think so, but like he's not apparently in the photo, like, like right,
2: right. Like just digitally, like add him to the photo or something. You have this other photo with him, like I, yeah, it seemed like it was supposed to be like his, his parents' family, something like that. But right he, his whole character was so under i mean a lot of the characters are underexplained and, and underdeveloped um but right like like it, it's like where did any of that stuff come from was he hiding that somewhere was that like it wasn't in the book he we saw him pick up the book like like I, yeah i don't know um all right well we got into a little bit you we were talking about sort of the uh, some of the how it changed the, the view of of the future in terms of technology and stuff. I, I, what other like like very much of the time and era uh, references were there? What were other things that just screamed this movie took place in in two thousand two? This is maybe was they, made they had, made a white Lexus without uh, you know uh, with a key.
0: Like we have keyless entry now. How did they not foresee that?
2: Yeah. And, and they had Cadillacs, and like they, they were very, the 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 cars were very of that era for sure. Like that were just made to look futuristic, I guess, because they were like all white. But like they were like the models were very very much of that era. But
1: yeah, then everything there was in like... the car was completely white, and then except for the trunk, which was still just like an old dirty trunk.
2: <laughs> right. right,
1: right.
0: They were definitely doing a thing with white and black so you know like the the clerics cars were always white the clerics always wore black up until the end when uh our giant idiot moron uh hero decides to dress in all white with a (laughs) fucking sword (laughs) for no reason
2: i mean i assume that that was some sort of allegory to good and evil it's, it's just so
1: boring and lazy that i yeah okay. oh, another thing I have in my notes that and this stands out from that era is they showed like all of these like former dictators. It's like I think they showed oh, uh, Stalin uh, Hitler Stalin, but then yeah, and then Saddam Hussein Saddam, yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I definitely laughed when it when it when it cut from Stalin to Saddam. <laughs> I was like, oh right that that doesn't hold up so well. I, we talked about the sort of movies that or were ripoffs of other movies and the fact that this very clearly came on the heels of the matrix um, certainly planted in that era uh, and I think a lot of the, the the sort of musical background as much as you want to call it that the techno e kind of driving sounds in that, that made up a, the bulk of the soundtrack Um were very, very of that era. Do you want to jump in, into, into the soundtrack and talk about the, the music in this movie? Uh, what, what stood out for you guys?
1: Just kind of how cheesy the soundtrack was stood stood out to me. Like, it seemed, a few things about this movie, it, it's very clear that they went with this concept and then they did not put money into it. And, like, it didn't get a U.S. Yeah. release because they didn't want to pay for the, I read, I read something on IMDb where it's like, they did a, uh, international release it made money they decided not to do a u.s release because they worried that the the advertising money would not they wouldn't make their money back if they came out the u.s so i think you see that with the soundtrack like they did not spend any money for like well-known songs or songs that anyone had heard of and also with the um uh, the guys getting shot like all the dust came out of them and it was I, I had—I re- remembered it being is that they didn't have the money the budget to get the blood ones going in but then I read something earlier today where they were the plan was to go back in with CGI and put blood in where the dust was and they just didn't do it so I think the soundtrack goes there's a, if there's a theme with this movie um, one of them is that it, it's kind of underfunded and I, you see that with the soundtrack for sure
2: yeah, well, uh, what's it out to you? Yeah, it had
0: a lot of the boom, 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 boom. like typical shit that you'd hear during some of those action sequences. But what Rory said makes perfect sense. Where they just like had like placeholder music, maybe, um, and then they thought they'd go back through.
2: Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah. Well, and the only, like, at least that I noticed, the only stuff that wasn't that, that, that there was like this weird, like dramatic Gregorian chant at one point point like early in the movie, uh, sort of like in the background uh, of what was supposed to be a serious scene. Um, and then, of course, w- we have to talk about how emotional Beethoven makes oh, you. Oh, no because he hears like four bars of beethoven and just completely loses his shit like like it's 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 just classical music and it's it wasn't even really like (laughs) hadn't even reached any sort of a a, you know an emotional apex or anything but i have a theory Um, about that yeah (laughs) go for it
0: i theorize that they listen to beethoven so that they could bring in the puppy from the Beethoven movie that Disney made.
2: Not the actual puppy. We're no, being yeah, clear, right but now. the same kind of dog. <laughs> the the puppy that that he rescues. That man, I thought that puppy was gonna die when I was watching this. I was like, oh, thank God they didn't kill that I, I, puppy. I, I, no
0: offense to you guys, but I would have shut this fucking movie off.
2: <laughs> yeah, out. I know. No, yeah. it was. I was. I was like, are they gonna kill more dogs? Uh, that was they did brutal. Not.
1: I completely yeah, forgot about that scene, and yes. that was tough to watch yeah, yeah. Uh, well
2: viewer warning that does happen
1: right you don't see it
2: on camera but it is very clear that there's they're executing dogs uh, as part of their purge which is uh not great um but christian bale saves this one dog that does look like the beethoven puppy um and that becomes kind of a major plot point although i didn't really understand how he was able to keep that dog not, not, given there, that they swept no... his they swept his apartment.
0: Yeah, there's no connective <laughs>
2: tissue. They were just like, oh, yeah. let's do a thing, let's do a thing, let's do a thing, let's do a thing. Right. Um we see but we see his daughter with the dog like in one of the closing scenes and it's like, right, but they swept his apartment. Where was the dog? Right, this whole time. The dog has been living with him this whole time. <laughs> right. Like
1: Well, I think uh, they I don't think they're very good at their jobs people no. in 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 this city um because this scene where he saves the puppy is like it made me laugh out loud when he grabbed the dog and ran yeah, away yep, yep. oh was... no i think
0: this needs to be tested for a thing
1: and <laughs> he just like no runs picked away up on that? and i the him of the
2: scene <laughs> <Right. literally just laughs> no one was suspicious <laughs> <laughs> it's so, i so also weird. i i forgot to mention this earlier but uh You know we we see his we see this flashback we were told oh four years ago like his wife had gone off the rails or whatever and they'd taken her away and and killed her um and and it shows his children and then it shows his current children and they're the same children. <laughs> and it's been four years and they're like still like four and seven. And it's like, okay. wait a minute. <laughs> like, like they didn't bother trying to like bring in other kids or like make those kids look young. Or like they're just they're like, oh whatever. You you get it. You get you understand.
0: <laughs> I was I was curious about uh, the fact that the and this was never ever ever brought up again but i was curious about the fact that the they portrayed the boy as being more uh i don't know what the term would be but like more able uh, uh like like intuitive more and in, uh, well more intuitive but also like more su- oh susceptible the, the boy was more susceptible perhaps to the programming at the same time that the show, his daughter like flicking stuff out of her cereal bowl, so like maybe she was a little bit rebellious. But like, why? Why was that even a thing? And then yeah, well, and then at the end, the boy is also in on it.
2: Right. Uh, well, so it's like, just like none of this makes sense. I mean, they I, they they almost it almost worked where they seem to be setting up like, oh, his kid's gonna like be the one who, who turns him in, and, and but like right, they you know it's. We, we we can get into this because I, I this was sort of my thing on on, you know, uh in terms of like characters that improved or 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 sank. Like I this is my first time watching it, but the characters that left me wanting more were were the kids. Like like the kids were so under and the daughter especially. But daughter's barely in the movie. Uh but the son, that whole like we we, we miss them in the whole middle of the movie. Like like you don't sense that he's that there's like stakes, like he's, he's like, Oh yeah, I'll risk my life to go try to kill father. Like, it's like, you have a family. Like, do you, like, do you care about taking, what happens to your family? If you, if you die, like there was no, none of that like emotional pull of like, like, Oh, well, I need to do this for my, to make a better future for my kids. Or like, like we had the one scene where he like checks in on his son and to, I mean, he was probably gonna try to i don't know take the the drugs out of the drug gun to like get him off of them uh but like that's it like the, the, there and there's no and there's no resonance there's nothing with the daughter and and it's it just it makes that like like payoff at the end where they, they're like oh they're they're there with the dog and even the payoff <laughs> of, like the, of like of like the son the son being like actually i'm on your side and i've known since mom died that like you know, things are weird. Like it just, it sucked a lot of the payoff out of that because they were so underdeveloped as characters. Um, and I don't know, as far as a good character, John Bean's always great. Like he's, he was underused too, but he's, he's always solid. He does, he does his job. Um, I don't know. What, what about you guys? Were there, were there ones that stood out to you positive and negative?
1: So the, I, I how I remember the movie is that the kid that the son turned him in. And like my memory of it was that his kid turned him in because I remember being creepy. And that's how he got in to where like father was supposed to be um, because he was being punished for that. So me, the son, complete 180. Like now he's a good guy, like I, was, I misremembered it. Um, I, I thought that uh, Tay Diggs' character um, I didn't really remember what his role was in the movie other than the, the final fight scene, um, but I found him to be like uh, the, the most watchable part of the movie. I thought he was, yeah. he was funny um, and like he was sort of not supposed to have emotion, but like he's clearly showing emotion like when he's arresting like arresting Christian Bale. Like he's screaming like no one found that suspicious, but I I, I like Taye Diggs character quite a bit. He, I thought he he stole the movie.
2: He, he got, uh, uh, there was a surprisingly short final fight scene. Like, I, I guess I, I kind of appreciated it. Like I kind of appreciated that it wasn't like, Oh, we're going to have this big, this, like, cause that's what you, you gear up for like that, that big fight. Uh, you get you they kind of duped you because they they had this like very evenly matched sparring battle you know 20 minutes earlier or whatever and then it's like oh you think is are there'd be super even and christian Bale's just like slice slice and slice your face off and that's, that's the end it was over in 8 seconds you know like uh, i, 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 I as much as his character maybe deserved more, I kind of appreciated the, like the rug pole in terms of, of the direction of of that. But I don't know. Well, what did you think about characters?
0: I I think I agree with Rory. Uh, You know, it's, it's, there's a lot of like funky stuff that I think should have happened. Uh, The kids are definitely the biggest outlier in terms of like, this should have been developed more. You know, if you're going to, if we're going to spend two hours with Christian Bale, then please, for God's sake, uh, don't tease that there's a village of the damn situation happening at the like 30 minute Mark. And then 60 minute Mark, it was very strange. Like I I actually would have loved to see a Christian Bale plus kids sort of gang up against the, uh, against the fascists against the Nazis. Like that could have been fun. Uh, but, uh, again, just sort of a lot of wasted opportunity.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, going back to people being bad at their jobs. So the son suggests that that he hasn't been taking the medicine for like the four years since his mom, neither him or the, the daughter have been taking the medicine four years. Christian Bale is the top enforcer and he never picked up on it.
0: Yeah, it, it, it just it just doesn't it doesn't work. And then to have the kid come in like, Father, why didn't you take your morning interval? (laughs) It's just very strange shit. Like, make this a little awesome, rebellious household. You know, make this a a thing that's not, that's at least running against the grain and doing it in a clever way. And instead it's just, you you can't keep throwing the audience under the bus. You can't keep doing that. And I think that's the biggest sin of the movie is that we can't trust what the filmmakers are
2: saying because the filmmakers had no fucking idea what they were doing. (laughs) Well, they're also like appeared to be I I don't know if this got stuck in like a rewrite or something. um, But, you know, the whole thing is, like, oh, everything, everything like. Bad takes place in the nether, right? That's like this outside the gates or whatever. Right. So it's the, some some the, the demolition man section. Well, no, but what I was gonna say is it's that's not really because then it turns out there's something called the underground that's different than the nether <laughs> oh, and I like know. that's the demo and, like it's like where 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 is where are people living are they under the rest of of this society or are they in some other neighborhood like what's like you have to pick one like you, you can't just like it just it was a sudden weird wait, transition uh, they hadn't I, they I, had I, not talked about the underground until like he busts through that like library wall and suddenly you see like the leader of the resistance and then he's like oh welcome to the underground and you're like
0: wait what is this? Like, so, what, I, like, I'm yeah. sorry, I totally missed that. I thought the underground, I thought the underground was the Nether. No,
1: like it's like a separate, it's a different place. It was literally under the streets. Right. Like they were, they went to that room where they were like sewing stuff, and yeah. it was there were street grates above them, and people were just walking around. Right. And somehow not looking down and seeing <laughs> that there was a whole society underneath their feet. <laughs> right. I mean, it just
2: like. I right but again like and and we you know both will and i we were talking about this before we came on we we both saw like the demolition man uh in which of course uh demolition man was our very first movie uh that we uh, reviewed and went back and looked at uh on this podcast uh and has come up several times uh that's episode one sandy sells three seashells um <laughs> and and yeah i mean like it it almost harkened back to that but then like yeah, and certainly the end of everybody sort of like coming up and rebelling and and the open endedness of like great, you've toppled this big brother leader and now what? Like what where does this all lead from here? Like is christian bale in charge now like who's you know is it just anarchy like what like 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 everything's great and you're like is it what what happens to the society you've constructed that has no more foundation and no more structure
1: to it um people are going to start to feel and they're going to be pretty pissed off that (laughs) that their whole society is crumbling
2: Let's let's jump into into kind of exploring that and talk about what what do we think has happened in the years? You know, if it's been 20 years or so of real time um, in this world, what is what has happened to these characters in this intervening time? What has happened to this world? What who who is in
1: charge and, and what does this all look like? Man, well, it sound it seemed like the government that they took down was a council of like handful of people father had died and they were just kind of face swapping him in um for the speeches that that the other guy was giving um yeah in in, in the in the years of fall like i don't know why christian Bale. i guess it's hard to kind of sense where he ranks in like the society like he's the chief enforcer but he wasn't part of the government like he was a tool of the government but then he was the leader kind of of the underground or at least the savior of the underground so um I suspect that they are listening to music. They've destroyed a lot of art, um, but it's probably a lot of, uh, a, a lot of silliness happening in, in Libria at this point. Well,
2: a lot, well, thankfully at least a lot of the stuff was confiscated and not destroyed. so I, ideally I suppose they could re-release that into the wild, you know but yeah, I, well what, what does this world look like uh, in, the, in the intervening years? I'm hoping
0: that Christian Bale is a... Yeah, uh, you know, he's he's like running, uh, not a monastery, but like a kind of sort of quiet place where he can he can post
2: all the paintings
0: and just be like, yes,
2: come. Come, children. A little rehabilitation center for former <laughs> guards. <laughs> um, what do we'll you have thing, to know, we'll Hopefully not snap and kill everybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like... I feel like you're gonna. <laughs> we look at how, like, not to get like super into the doldrums and <clears throat> awfulness of today, but like when people get programmed, you know, over years to believe stuff, uh, it's awful hard to just deprogram them overnight. You have an entire society yeah. now. I know, I know that they were like drugged, and so like part of that is. But I mean, how many of them want to keep taking the drugs? Like how many of them want to stay in that state? Because that's safer. That's, you know, that's that's easier than than actually having to deal with stuff like that's that I would guess a, a, a heavier percentage than a lot of people would like to admit. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's I could see there being sort of a, a almost religious factional break off of the people well, who... it is
0: religious. They're called clerics.
2: Yeah, but I mean, like who who are just go more hardline, and and that becomes one side of things, and just the question is, is it a majority or is it a minority that you know, in terms of who who still runs stuff, and how how much bigger is a resistance, is the resistance like the populace, and that becomes a you know a minority of uh, of people against it. So I don't know. I uh, given the past oh, I don't know, decade in America. It could go either way. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Um, uh, yeah, right, I, mean, so I, I,
0: I want Kristen Bale to have like an art society. You,
2: know, you in, don't, want, in, him yeah. no, like, I don't he, want him in it, charge. No, I don't want in charge. I want him to yeah. just
0: be like a dude who's like, oh, look at this pretty painting.
2: It usually doesn't end well when revolutionaries try to take over as leaders.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he also is going to have to work through Uh, Some stuff Because per IMDB He killed 118 people Just in the movie And so now that he's starting to feel He's going to have to really consider his life choices.
2: Well, and most of those he could at least justify to himself within the context of overthrowing this government, but it's all the other ones before that that he killed in the name of the government that he's gonna yeah, before the movie started that he's gonna have to really fucking think about
0: (laughs) So have Uh, we have we decided where this movie takes place, by the way? Just as a quick question.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I think it's supposed to be North America. Like it, like it's everyone's speaking American English, right? It's and it's a pretty white, like group of people with it's like ex- a little a little ex- bit of diversity t- t- sprinkled t- 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 in. is
0: literally <laughs> the only main black dude that we see. So
2: yeah, I mean, I, think I I he's the only minority that I can identify like in in the whole. I think there's a guy who goes uh up for the clap claps. In the uh, the very beginning with the
0: Big Brother thing.
2: But mm. oh, that's it. Mm. The, uh, speaking of the rest of the cast, uh, the, I, I, there was nothing obvious on Gatcha Watch, and I didn't want to spend a ton of time. So I, I'll take the very tangential tie, which is uh, Angus McFadden, who uh, played our, our bad guy, uh, also appeared in a 2010 episode of Psych, one of the only shows shot in Santa Barbara, there by very, very, very tenuously fulfilling Gatcha Watch. Guys, could this movie get made today? Definitely.
1: I think we've seen this movie, you know, about once every 18 months come out in some form. Um, I do think it, so they could go one of two ways, right? Like if, if they just want to do a straight action movie, focus on, the gun caught up part of it, you remake this movie and you make it more fun. If you want to get into like the society, like if that's the story they want to tell is the society, what happened before and after, then I think you need to do a, like a, a Netflix series with it and span it out over multiple episodes. But I think that's how they'd remake it today. Yeah. I mean, we've seen
2: obviously hunger games is like, you know, Mm-hmm. A similar-ish kind of uh, envisionment of, of like future society. I, yeah, there's a lot of like YA novels that kind of have that that uh, that have been adapted that have that same uh, general idea of some kind of some kind of like prison <laughs> prison of of society. Uh, you know, trapped within walls or whatever. Uh, and actually, there was that movie um, that just came out. I, which of course I can't remember the name of but there's a, it's a space movie where there's a bunch of teenagers get sent on some mission. You know, they're like the the rest the last of humanity. It's with um, uh, Colin Farrell and he's like the one adult and they're all drugged up to keep their hormones in check and to keep them from acting (laughs) out. And then of course they stop taking their drugs and all hell breaks loose. Like that's like the, so I mean like, right. These movies are getting made in, in some form uh, with very similar plot lines today. Um, I don't know. Well, what do you think in terms of, of this movie or a movie like it? Yeah, I mean, there's a, always a lot of fun stuff to do
0: with the, <laughs> the end of the world and uh, Authoritarian structures and you know, it, it's kind of open season, you know, there's there doesn't need to be one particular way of doing it
2: I say go nuts in loose ends, I, I, I noticed obviously that that like in a lot of the opening establishing stuff was like extremely 1984 Mac commercial. You know, I mean, like <laughs> borrowing heavily from from all of that stuff. We've talked about Prodium is like very clearly Prozac. They literally say the opiate of our masses at one point. <laughs> um, just uh, I, I, I would just say like don't try to kill puppies. Like, like that's not going to get you anywhere.
0: Please leave dogs out of it.
2: Yeah, I mean, he takes out an entire like <laughs> platoon to save the puppy. At least, at least the, there's that. Um, I don't know. I, I, any other, any other notes y- you guys have before we we kind of get into the final bit of this?
1: So, a couple things I wrote down uh, before uh, before I watched it. I wanted to write down some things. Um, that I remembered from the movie um, and see if they matched up and I- talked about the sun um, ha- just had that storyline completely wrong. Um, but one thing that I don't think we've talked enough about is the Tay Diggs death scene where it looks so bad. Like not only was it a short fight, um, it just looks so bad with his face, like him turning his head and his face literally sliding off. And I remember it looking bad on like a standard definition TV it does not get any better <laughs> like no, a newer, no, no, it's nope.
2: Terrible. Do I I can't even remember if it was the first one of these because I don't remember I don't know which one I've saw but one of the Resident Evil movies th- there's yes. there's this scene where this where this guy gets trapped in this room where this laser is going back and forth and the yes. laser keeps like evolving and he like keeps getting out of the way and he like thinks he's gonna escape it and then it just goes into like a grid and it goes straight through him and then he just he just like falls apart in cubes like like his body just like <laughs> literally and. That was the first thing I thought of was that, like, at least that at least that sort of looked kind of real. Like it was it looked like absurd, but it was rendered well,
0: you know, Whereas, right, in a bunch of other movies. And he may have actually. been yeah. the Second Resident Evil movie.
1: Well, in but like this just looks like he had a pancake fall off his, his face <laughs> or
2: something like uh,
1: that. Resident Evil movie came out the same year. And That's so I think there was some some uh, uh a cgi company out there like pitching this like you know we can make your body come off in parts we right well they did they did, a, they did a much better job with resident evil <laughs> they, yeah. they spent the money
2: clearly in post <laughs> that, that, that they did not spend here um yeah it, like it, it was just funny because like when it happened i was like Oh, his face going to slide off. Like, like I, I knew I, I knew that was going to happen. I was waiting for it. I was like, it's going to slide off, right? I was like, oh, that really? Is that okay? All right,
1: sure. Uh, um, the, the other note that I had um, that, that I want to mention is that his wife was played by two different actresses. And so the video of his wife being, like, burnt, like, going to her execution is a different woman than the ones in the apartment, um, like the, the flashback scenes from the apartment. And so if you look at the the casting, one is cast as uh, Preston's wife and the other is cast as, I guess, Vivian Preston. Um, but they couldn't find the actress to do, to come back and, and do the other scenes or something. But was there any explanation for that or? Like, yep. like like <laughs> she
2: was she, she she finally read the rest of the script and was like, Oh I right, leave me
1: out of this. Yeah. Oh you guys don't have the budget to do the, the blood? All right. No yeah. thanks. But also like <laughs> that scene that scene of her going to her execution is like three minutes long or three seconds long. Like right. they could have quickly Shot that again well, well right i mean i guess i guess if we didn't notice
2: it then like they got away with it or i don't know whatever yeah. but like <laughs> yeah I maybe they just had to, to like film that at the last second and they like i, I know one of the actors was italian maybe they like, couldn't fly her and in, in time to, to wherever to film uh yeah. but yeah all right um well I, I think we we probably know the answer to this, but uh we must, as this is the entire purpose of the podcast, ask the all important final question, Rory,
1: do you still like this movie? I do not still like this movie, and I would not recommend people watch it in a, if you're watching it to like have a laugh it's worth it like it's not so bad that it's unwatchable, but no, it is not a good movie, and I do not recommend it.
2: Yeah, it's uh, you would you would I don't know I feel like you would hope for more from a Christian Bale movie just because he's in it like he tends to pick better projects uh, even early in his career. Um, this is not one of those. Uh, I I don't know. Will do you have any final thoughts on on uh, I, I guess I guess maybe within the podcast where we're, we, we we've had a we've had a few truly terrible films on this podcast where, where, where does this one slot in I, I think this might actually be the worst one
0: <laughs> there's, there's nothing fun about it it's just like misery stacked on top of misery and that's not your fault
2: you didn't make the fucking movie but this is
0: yeah just a, a slog
2: <laughs> you know you know Well, actually, that's that's one thing that that reminds me of of something that didn't make sense to me that that I was like, well, I don't know why you would do it this way. Like the whole thing is they're like, oh, it's so important to feel like like feeling is feeling is humanity. It's what makes us human. And they're like, see, you can feel a bunch of dogs getting murdered. You can feel like like all of these horrible things like there's n- the, there's like the only like good thing is like music like the, all all everything else is like all these horrible horrible <laughs> things happening like oh great or like you guess you get to feel like human touch was like was like the only like positive thing every other thing that he got to feel was just like regret and horror and like like it was all misery it was all bad and you're like you're not selling us on this being such a such a great thing (laughs) like in this movie like you should be selling upselling like the good positive parts of having feelings not like the absolutely terrible parts of it like i understand a well-rounded picture is fine but it was really heavy on the tragedy which i don't think helped in terms of the overall tone of the film congratulations rory <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry for ruining
1: your podcast.
2: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I need some more time to, to, to think about it, Whether or not I'm going to proclaim it for sure the worst, but it it is certainly in the running. Um, it is. I, I I'm not surprised that it didn't have an American release. Uh, I don't imagine it would it would have would have done terribly well. Uh, certainly once like I maybe maybe it's one of those movies that like because of it was 2002. It would have gotten enough people to, to like show up yeah. before, got, before like, three weeks went by and everyone realized how bad it was. Whereas, like, today, now, like, a movie would come out and within 24 hours, everyone would be on social media and be like, do not go watch this movie. This movie's terrible. And it wouldn't, it would have no, nothing outside
1: of the opening weekend, you know? Um, but I don't know. How did they get Emily Watson? In this movie, who like me? Like there's so many questions. I have so many
2: questions. (laughs) Right? Like it's. I mean, like I said, Sean Bean's always good. Like, like there's there were good actors in in this movie, um, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe it looked better on 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 the page.
0: (laughs) It's certainly possible.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm that guy who writes. Let's kill a bunch of puppies and and puts it (laughs) script.
2: Uh, all right. Well, on that note, uh, Rory, uh, I, I, do you <laughs> to wrap this thing up? Uh, do you have anything that you'd like to promote for the folks back at home and uh, anything that that, uh, that you want to tell people about uh, where they can find your stuff?
1: Well, uh, if you want to read more of my uh, movie recommendations, you can check me out on Twitter at Bear Tycoon. Um, but other than that, man, thanks for having me on. This is a lot of fun. This is yeah, a lot sure. more fun than watching the movie.
2: yeah well it's a a low bar uh well well, hopefully uh you can find uh something that that we can all appreciate a little more and uh we can revisit that some other time uh until then uh make sure you're following us on twitter and on instagram at like this movie feel free to jump in the conversation using the hashtag itiltm that's hashtag itiltm and we will see you next time I Think I Like This Movie is created by Noah Frank and hosted by Noah Frank and Will Vitka. Editing by Will Vitka. All music on the show, unless otherwise noted, provided courtesy of the South County All-Stars. Copyright 2021.